Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Hello, welcome to Those Two Jerks. This is episode 131. I am your host, the Tom Alexander, and joining me as always are the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. And the Vukani, Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Unfortunately, it's too early to drink Rolling Rock, but you got me on caffeine. <laughs> See, there's well, Chris listen. setting the bar low at the very outset of the show. Nice work, sir. For- First of all, quick observation. Observation one, uh, Tom, I'm either going to need you to say, you know, welcome, 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 or, you know, the the standard. But you keep changing things on me, and what have I told you about change? I noticed that a little bit, too. See? See? I understand understand your resistance to change, sir, but uh, I don't think the audience shares your opinion, so. The audience clearly shares my opinion. It's why they tune in to hear me. Second. Mm, Really? Second. Second, I take issue second. with multiple parts of that sentence, sir. I have a second. My okay. hand is raised. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Second, um, you know, whether or not Chris is uh, drinking Rolly Rock, it, it, regardless, because it's also the morning. And as we know, if we catch Chris in the morning or if he's been drinking, that is when he at it, is at his absolute A game. So I'm not concerned, Chris. We welcome you back with or without booze. I did notice that. Tom properly introduced it. Um, joining me are, meaning like that kind of you know legitimizes me, because typically <laughs> he says joining me is. is well because because I always say joining me as always because Rick is always here and you are ah. sometimes here. Yeah, so that's yeah, kind of why. But, uh, uh, yes. You are you are legitimized, sir. You are here as often as you wish to be. Ooh, this is true. So it's up to me. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, hey, I guess so. You Chris, can't, can't this is when the out. show is. Oh, I can't make it. Oh, I can make it. That's pretty much how this works. <laughs> and about a, about a year ago, you would understand. <laughs> I absolutely wow. would, which is why we went on yes. an extended hiatus. I get exactly. it, man. I get ladies, it. Don't, don't complain ladies, about being please. too legitimized. <laughs> There's plenty of Rick to go around. Calm you down. Are, you, are, you, are le- you are legitimized, sir. And and there is plenty of Rick to go around. These, how many we were just walk, speaking about that? How many how many podcasts are you on? Good, Realistically, I am on. I am only on three these days. Only three. Yeah, I don't. Is that is it really three? Is it? It's, it's only like three, four, isn't it? Well, I've got. What do you mean? No, I've got me, and uh, we've got those two jerks. Yeah, uh, we've got um, uh, uh, Jesse and I show. Uh, you know the the power hour with the Russell Crush whenever with Team Hammerfist. Um. Mm-hmm. I've oh, I thought got... those were two different shows. See, no, no, you guys no, gotta rest... you guys gotta make your name like something that you use all the time because he tweets and it's like it's Team Hammerfist, uh, it's the Power Hour, uh, it's Wrestle Crush Whenever, and that sounds like three different shows to me. That sounds you know like funny three different shows. I know that Jesse listens to the show, and right now you are absolutely breaking his heart. I guarantee. It. But it's it's marketing one hundred and one, man. I would say like, yeah, you're. There's a lot of different messages, man. It will help. It will help you. I'm just trying to help you. Unified message. Remember? I say this, no, no, no. I I mean, say this with affection. The third, exactly. uh, the third show is uh, very few and far between because, unfortunately, of timing uh, and issues such as that. As we literally just discussed between the group of us here, 
Uh, I am part of the Golden Guys podcast uh, with uh, Chad Allen as we discuss what wrestling used to be like. And then we kindly inform people to get the hell off our lawn at the end of each episode, which I think is hilarious. Is that it's a whole podcast of the what is it? The member wins or remember what is yeah, it? Member berries? It's sort of <laughs> it's sort of the member berries, but it's more it's more of a hey, everyone remembers Hogan and Andre, right? Like that's the moment where Hogan slams Andre, right? Yeah, you guys okay. know what I'm talking about. I actually yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah. So that happened obviously, you know, 20, 25 years ago, whatever. Um, what we do on, on the golden guys is we go back and we watch the episode or we watch the match and then we try and, and analyze it and find out whether or not, are we just remembering that it was good or is this actually good? So case in point, um, when Hogan first wins his first WWF title against, uh, uh, the iron Sheik, the match is actually terrible. And we, sure. but you don't remember that you go back. You're like, Oh no, Hogan drops the big leg. He kicks out of the camel clutch after he's been in the camel clutch for like 17 minutes. It's freaking amazing. He was in the camel clutch for like 10 seconds. Um, the match was absolutely horrific. And then we go back and we make fun of it. Uh, and then every now and again, we come across, you know, a match that still holds up and it's actually kind of gold. And I've led us down a path that no one really cared about this. Weekend. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I remember definitely... this rabbit hole. This is familiar. I think I left my glasses down here. Good. We can yeah, get those and kindly climb out. I, I'm sorry. Tom, do we have a show? <laughs> that was pretty intense, we do. Though, man. That was... We do have a show. Okay, I, uh, we should probably, probably I find it amusing, if I may, just make one more observation here. Uh, I find it amusing that you have not one, but two podcasts that are done whenever. And one of them yes. actually has it in the title. <laughs> and the other one, not so much. Well, is it like this, a, it, whenever? Is so you you don't have a regular schedule on that? For Wrestle Crush, whenever that is usually a bi-weekly. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, that sounds give or take. Wrestle Crush bi bi-weekly. Yeah, it's it's. You guys are making me sad. I'm I, not trying to make you sad. I'm not I'm just like I'm I said, I was making an observation. Yeah, well, the back. observation is crushing me. Can we move on? <laughs> All right. Yes, we have. Uh, it, it is the morning of Sunday, March fourth, twenty eighteen. If you're keeping track at home, um, and the, we have a bunch of stuff to get to. The literal winter of my discontent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except uh, 90 degree temperatures here in Florida. So. Not today. Not today. Not today. No. Not today. Not today. It's anyway. Like seven. Yeah. <laughs> All Burr. right. So we have a bunch to get to. We'll start in sports, and uh, in, in the NFL, uh, the new year for the NFL has not yet begun. It begins in a couple of weeks, but uh, we do have the combine happening this week, uh, or as yeah. I like to call it, draft prospects running around in things they will not actually wear in a game, or the meat market auction, um, and free agency it's rumors like American about gladiators, right? Like modern. Eh, not, it's not even as fun as that. It's really not even that fun. Oh, it's. Well. American Gladiators, they had like games that they play. This is like run the forty yard dash, jump as high as you can. Like there's not nitro shooting tennis balls at No, you. see, I would watch the combine. <laughs> if that were the case, I would watch the combine. I think that'd be hysterical. That would be I mean, like that's more sports specific, sort of, right? Like you gotta dodge gigantic yeah, foods. You, I, I mean, think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. You if they had if no. they had like oh, old like, old retired NFL players like shooting cannons and hitting them like I would I would I would sit down and watch how we long try and lay out some of these rookie offensive linemen over right like uh, anyways I would watch that 
I would I would watch that. But uh, since I mentioned the combine, I will mention a little a little UCF bell ringing here. Shaquem Griffin, uh, the linebacker for UCF who is at the combine, uh, lifted or did the bench press, the 225 pound bench press that they all have to do. Uh, did 20 reps, which is huge for a linebacker. And uh, I will remind you all, he only has one hand. Yeah. Is that right? I, would, I wasn't right? aware. I wasn't yeah. aware. Well, I, you you both may be aware, but uh, people out there may not be aware. But he has a special prosthetic that he uses to hook his left arm to the barbell. Uh, 20 reps, which is uh, more than most of the huge offensive linemen at the Combine. So um, pretty amazing. Now- if I could, speaking as a former uh, second string offensive lineman for a very small high school, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick. I I heard something, but I think you mumbled it. Can you speak up? Uh, yeah, speaking as a former <laughs> offensive second string lineman for a very small high school who didn't mm, play but one still, game, I'm still, um, I'm still not getting it. I'm still not getting it. Can you? Uh... <laughs> so speaking as a former offensive lineman, I can tell you. That we have longer arms, so multiple reps is difficult. This is true. Agreed. So there. Uh, yeah, but the, that's at the high school level. Like these guys are like six six, three hundred pounds. Like this is not no. They should be able to do this. Mm, I don't have an argument. Um, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm 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 Good really for looking forward to Shaquem making his um an, a, a CFL debut. That's going to be great. What? Um, He'll get drafted. He'll get drafted. Don't even start that. I I don't know. I I, I, listen. I've been a UCF fan a long time. I'm used to disappointment and heartbreak. I understand that, but uh, we did just come off an undefeated season, and UCF always does really well with sending guys to the draft and sending guys to the NFL. Weren't we one, at one point known as wide receiver U or something like that? For a few years there because of Brandon Marshall and Mike Sims Walker and uh, Doug Gabriel got to the league for a while. Uh, yeah, for a while it was probably like seven period, seven year period where we had lots of receivers go to the NFL. Uh, what's Brashad Br- uh, Perriman of the Ravens? Uh, and probably several other several others, but we've sent a lot of uh, uh, DBs to the league. Oh yeah, uh, lots of defensive backs. That's for like, sure. Like I mean, and guys have, that it, guys it, that started and played at a high level at defensive back, not just guys that were on rosters. Well, UCF is has, is actually a very you know, I mean, we 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 don't really talk about it much, though we could. But UCF is actually a le- very legitimate school and a very legitimate football program. It's just you don't hear about it because up until this year, it was just sort of like, oh yeah, and there's UCF, and and that was yep. sort of the end of it. Yeah, you're you're kind of right there. Um, but uh, but we digress. Uh, what I really wanted to get to is, of course, the free agency rumors, and you know we're down to the final four, not in college basketball, but apparently in teams competing to sign Kirk Cousins, oh, the who is leaving the Washington team. Um, so, uh, and normally we might not even cover this, but because of one of the teams, we have to. Talk about <laughs> and uh, so the final four teams for Cousins apparently are the Denver Broncos, the Arizona Cardinals, the New York Jets. And the Minnesota Vikings. Of course. Yes. So I wanted to get your thoughts, Rick, on the Vikings potentially signing Kirk Cousins. Okay. So here's the thing. Minnesota has no need to sign Kirk Cousins because they already have three decent to workable quarterbacks. But they're all free agents. 
All three of those guys Shut are free up. agents. <laughs> Shush. Quiet. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you you have the uh, incomparable Teddy Bridgewater, uh, who is uh, coming back off injury, looks okay, looks like he's ready to go. Then you have the comparable Chase, uh, Case Keenum, who just led uh, the Vikings to a as far as they're going to go with Case Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so oh, Case sorry. Keenum, a single tear is running down Case Keenum's cheek right now. <laughs> Look, I said this when it happened. I'm like, I, I think we've seen as far as Case Keenum can take this team. I, I, I think he's a very okay quarterback and he got really lucky. And if you'll probably even admit this, that the Vikings are just set up to have you know, some any schmuck go back there, and as long as they can throw the ball, i.e., not me, it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I. I would. I would give him a little more credit than that, but all right, I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll accept the premise for the purposes of your. Uh, your uh, diatribe here. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, wow, really busting out the fifty cent words today. So, <clears throat> then you have. Um, Sam Bradford, who uh, it's time for Sam Bradford to go. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like he, he is the odd man out. His knee is completely shredded. I mean, when you're, when your knee is so badly injured that the guy who does the MRI says, fuck it, we might as well just cut <laughs> his knee open because there's so much debris in there that we don't even know if he's injured or not. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that that's about the end. Yeah. That's what happened is they couldn't see whether or not he had a new knee injury because there's so much debris in his knee. So it's believed he tore his ACL, but there's no way to verify it. Not so right he's now. injured. Like this is one of those things where it's like, there's no, <laughs> I mean, I know this article isn't about him, but just go ahead and assume he's injured. Like, it's got to get yeah. fixed, right? Well, that's like, the thing. Yeah, I mean, fixed. you can pencil him in every almost every year of his career, except for like two. You can pencil him in to miss like a good probably five games, like a third of the yeah. season. Yeah, at least if not more. But he's the backup to the backup, right? So not like no. Sam Sam was the starter. They went out and traded half the 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 season to go get Sam Bradford because they yeah, thought they, they had a they, Super Bowl contender. Yeah, and you they know, traded the team, like the team... first round pick for him, didn't they? Yeah, the team is pretty well set up um, to do very well, but I don't think it's with Sam Bradford. I think you have Case Keenum, who is comparable and, and, and okay, but then you also have Teddy Bridgewater, who's kind of an unknown because he shredded his leg to the point that it was almost amputated. So there's a lot of questions here and not a lot of answers. And for the Vikings to go after a guy like... Uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, Kirk Cousins, it sort of says that the Vikings don't really believe that they can re-sign or should re-sign either of those guys. Now, I disagree with that. I don't think Kirk Cousins has enough tread left on the tire to be worth it, A. He's only, he's only 30 B, years old. Yeah. You're, what's your point? Quarterbacks play what's, until they're like 39. No, a quarterback played until he was 39. Now, everyone mm -hmm. thinks they can no, there have been several, and Tom Brady's 40, not 39. <laughs> Brett Favre played until Montana, he was 105. Actually. Yeah, well, so. Brett Favre is made of polyurethane, all right? It doesn't matter what Brett Favre played until. 
I don't think I used that word right. Anyway, I am. Teflon? I'm not. Is that what you're thinking of? Nah, it's, it doesn't matter. It's like it was, polyurethanes it, and stuff it, you just spray down with bleach and it cleans. It was it was just a it was just a bad joke. Like, I got you. I got you. Um, no, poly- polyurethane can be like a solid thing that they make stuff out of. They make bowling balls out of it sometimes. Oh my this god! Is true. I mean, it's plastic, is what. Polyurethane. Are you are you two nerds really doing this? <laughs> Welcome to anyway, the semantic hour. Yes, exactly. Those two nerds is the new show. <laughs> Those two nerds has always been the. It's show actually yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty much always been the show. <laughs> let's let's not mince words, all right, buddy. Um, I don't want the Vikings to go after Kirk Cousins. I think it's a waste of time. I think they should go with what they've got. And I think Teddy Bridgewater should be given the opportunity to lose the job. I think they should sign him. And I think he should be given the opportunity to prove whether or not he's capable. I would say I agree with you on the Bridgewater thing, but... The Vikings know his health situation a lot better than you and I do. And That's so true. they feel like they need to spend the kind of money it's going to take to get Kirk Cousins in there. Then they must feel like the time to win is now and they need a guy that they can trust to be there and play at a high level because he's played Pro Bowl caliber football for the last several years. Um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh,. Mm-hmm. You know, so they must feel like that. Okay, look, like we're a, you know, we're a quarterback away, like more consistency and at the position. And you know, if somebody like Kirk was there to make a few more plays, you know, we're in the Super Bowl. So, you know, that must be why they're willing to spend the kind of money it's going to take because they're talking about a hundred million dollar plus contract to get Kirk well, Cousins. Well, sure, whoever because has to pay. Uh, who is the jabroni who just got like eighty bajillion dollars? Some quarterback just got like 250 mil or something, you know, bizarrely. Oh, no, the... it wasn't that much, but I, I think I know what you mean. I mean, uh, Blake Bortles just got a big extension from the Jags. No, uh, it wasn't Blake, but and, and no. you can make. Well, it I know what you Blake mean. Like it. some, yeah, there was a there was it was a free agent or a, a starter that got an extension a few years ago. I mean, that's the thing. You look around the league and like guys like Andy Dalton make tons of money, so of course Kirk Cousins is going to command. Yeah, X, I mean, if, if the Vikings want to sign him and this is the piece that fits, okay. As a Vikings fan, I already, you know, sort of can smell that this is all going to go terribly because nothing ever works out for us. <laughs> That's so, the thing. You only know one smell when it comes to the Vikings. This will go terribly. Yes, yes defeat. <laughs> the smell not always of the defeat. case. That's not always the case. But, uh, but, I mean, any one of these teams... If you plug Kirk Cousins in there, they're, well, maybe not the Jets, but the other three are definite playoff teams if you plug Cousins in there. And uh, the Vikings maybe even more than that if you plug Cousins in there. Um, maybe. I'm kind of surprised. I'm a little surprised at, uh, you know, um, oh, my gosh. What? That, like, Buffalo's not throwing its hat in the ring. For cousins, like a couple other teams, but it may also be that he has said, "Okay, these are the four teams of the offers I got that I'm willing to go to," instead of just uh, these are the only four teams that want him. Because I can imagine there are plenty of teams that would have wanted him. Yeah, I, I think he wants to go to a potential playoff contender, and I totally absolutely, get that. absolutely. And um, Arizona's got Arizona's got the pieces. If Carson Palmer hadn't gone down last year, 
yeah, they would have been Johnson, in the playoffs. Carson Palmer. Yeah, David Johnson got hurt too. Yeah, so I mean they would have gone down. Denver. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Well, they Adrian Peterson played for them, played well once they got him. Well, I mean, I, I'm saying that specifically because you know Chris drafted Adrian Peterson, knowing something oh, yeah. that we didn't, <laughs> and evidently he was. Yeah, right, but he let so, him go. Yeah, know, he let him go. Getting rid of him. He got rid of him, and then my brother picked him up in fantasy, and then my brother yeah, rode that... him into the playoffs. Exactly, and I would have won otherwise. So, there. Yeah. There. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, Denver, Denver's got a great defense, and uh, you know they have no quarterback to speak of. And yes, if they manage I, to get I, somebody like Cousins in there, that's a playoff team. And the Jets, I, I have a the Jets are the Jets. Yeah, you think so? I just think, I, I wouldn't. I think, I, I think I, too. I think I think you're right. I think it's going to be Denver as well. Um, I think everyone, obviously, they're waiting for him to sign in order to set the market before all these other quarterback chips sort of fall. Um, right. But it's also it's if the Vikings decide what they want to do at quarterback, that's going to let the market set as well because they're probably the best team with a with an opening right now. Sure. So once but, they decide what they're going to do, who it's going to be then the other chips will fall. Then the other teams will be like, all right, well, now we know who's, a, you know, who's left and who we can get, and uh, you know, we'll go after them. I will tell you, in my Madden dynasty, Teddy Bridgewater ends up going to the Jets, and uh, Cousins, I think, goes to Denver. Yeah. Well, well you heard it here fo- first, everybody. Tom's Madden dynasty... Huh. Anyway, uh, there's there's another <laughs> there's another equally useful um, uh, opportunity out there for budding NFL superstars uh, or former oh. basketball players, <laughs> and we should talk about this. Yeah, I I didn't even know this was happening until I saw this. But earlier this week, they announced that the American Flag Football League, yes, that's a thing, <laughs> is going to have its games broadcast on NFL Network over the summer. Good on them, man. This is great. This yeah, is fantastic. I mean, it, look, it's it's pretty awesome, especially considering the captains of some of the teams are Michael Vick, Chad Ochocinco, uh, Nate Robinson, and Carlos Boozer, who are both former NBA players, Justin Forsett, who's a former NFL running back, and uh, Michael Johnson, the former fastest man in the world, um, Olympic yeah. gold medalist sprinter. Whoa, 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 hang on. Did you say captains? Not yes. captains of teams. Not, yeah, not captains coaches, of teams. not owners. No, they're playing. They are playing. That's fucking this awesome. is This is great. This is legitimately great. I am legitimately happy about this. Uh, we have been exp- we've been explaining and explaining that the NFL is going away. It's going to change. It has to because people keep dying. So this is an inver- this is the the end, and what are we going to have to replace it? What we're going to have is what we already have in the NFL to begin with, which the NFL, I'm sorry, is a glorified flag football league with scores upwards of 300 points some games. So <laughs> this is what the future of the league is going to be, and whether you want to get on board or not, it is time to get on board. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's so awesome. It's really cool. Pretty, it is pretty cool. Tom? There's 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 going to be 11 games on NFL Network over the summer. They are hosting a U.S. Open of football uh, that is a 1,024 team tournament of amateur squads and four professional teams. Squad. And there's about two million dollars in prizes available 
and eventually one of the uh I guess the the goal is like an American idol of football where regular guys will try and, and you know line up against some of these former pros and see what they can do. Which is kind of that neat. part of it I'm not interested in. Honestly, I'm not. That and that is the TV about. stunt portion of this. Um, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, it, look, the whole thing is going to be fun. And, yeah, there yes. are some people who say that given the the continuing restrictions on the game and the more we know about head injuries and things in tackle football, that who knows, maybe maybe this is in some strange way the future. Um, but the NFL is getting on board by putting it on its TV network. Uh, so there will be some football this summer. And Vince McMahon is not involved. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh... Oh, man, that's... So I'm all right with that, that's too. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> See, well, but... Okay, but here's the question. Now, I heard Chris say that's cool. The question is now, then, would it get you, Chris, to watch football? Probably not. See? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing if he ain't See? honest. So this yeah, doesn't I mean, work. So it, uh, right there, it doesn't work. That's it. If it's not going to get more, if it's not going to bring in new people to watch football, then uh, what's the? Yeah, but football's not the one that's dying, uh, right? Uh, I mean, it's the it NFL, and like the football. game of football, probably not. But the NFL, uh, you know, it's all the ratings dip, you know, this year. But I, I think. Pro sports on TV in general. I think TV just period saw ratings dip, but no, nobody wants to talk about no. that. No, I mean, really? It... Pro sports on television? No. Like, what? It, what's winning then? No, oh, I think what's... the NFL is still winning. Oh, yeah. I just think still that winning, there's but less just, people there's watching fewer people pro watching. sports on yeah, there's yeah, just okay. less people watching cable TV. Like we've been over this a billion times. Yeah, but I mean, they can measure to... they can measure streaming and they can measure those other things. But yeah, the traditional television ratings are what's down, which are you know what the old folks measure by, so, and the advertisers. To be honest, <laughs> stupid advertisers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the whole reason we have TV is to sell people soap <laughs> and and like reference. dick pills. Basically, Whoa, right? easy yeah. now. Well, that's, don't, that's I mean, why we have that that's why we have cable news, Chris. Yeah, no, no, man. Market now. I've, I've been watching some uh, a bunch of Jeopardy lately. Well, and let me tell you, every <laughs> other one of them things is like a fucking dick pill lately. There's some, every other over, there's some overlap in those demographics, I think. <laughs> you know what? You know what it really is like. It really is on Jeopardy more than anything. Is this woman has metastatic breast cancer that has spread to every orifice on her body, and she'll be dead soon. But she's okay. <laughs> Like, that's what's on Jeopardy, because I watch Jeopardy every damn night, and it scares the hell out of me to see these commercials. Here's a woman who's got stage 7 cancer. You didn't even know it existed. She gonna die. But it's okay, because we got this pill, and it's going to keep her alive for an extra 28 hours. So there you go. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, Rick, I don't think you should be watching Jeopardy anymore. <laughs> scary. It's scary. It's so scary. Good God. You are entirely too so neurotic for commercial television, sir. <laughs> Jesus, so true. <laughs> it is. It really is. <clears throat> All right. So last time we uh, we were together, we talked about the MLB uh, and its uh, just stay open plan to change some pace of play rules. And 
They've instituted those rules since last we spoke, and the big ones, uh, none of the ones we discussed and <laughs> instituted. Instead, <laughs> instead, we have a limit on the number of mound visits by managers, coaches, and players in a given game. <laughs> There are shortening commercial breaks, which doesn't seem good Wait, for the long-term financial yeah, health of the right. league. Wait a minute. Isn't that... <laughs> like, like, uh, wait Why a second. So, like... so the whole point of networks paying you billions to broadcast your games is so that they can sell commercial time and make money off of this, and you're shortening the breaks. I don't know if this is the. Are best they going to go to like? Are they going to go to like like a soccer thing where the 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 break is just it's while the game is going on? There's a commercial that's being played too. Oh, it could be. They do that in auto racing now as well. Um, they do the, that in like wrestling. Do they like, do that for a lot of yeah, a lot like, of people. Oh, we'll do that. step away for thirty seconds for this, and you know it's like one commercial, and then okay. they'll come back, that's... or they'll they'll squeeze box the the actual event for a little while in a smaller box on the screen show the commercial in the other box and then bring the, the thing back full. So you don't technically miss anything. Maybe they'll do right. that. I don't know. Um, I'm sure that's what the networks are going to want to do so that they can continue to sell those ads. Um, and they're letting, they're not guaranteeing pitchers eight warmup pitches between innings. It's basically, uh, throw as many as you want before the commercial break ends. So get them in there. And if you don't get to your eight too bad, and if you get to 12, that's fine, too. <laughs> this this sounds, not to be too political, but this sounds like our Congress. Like, people are like, we need to do something about this. Ooh, you're yeah. right. That's a really, that's a big, important issue that we need to discuss. Let's do something that sounds like we're actually going to do it, but nothing, really. We're going to well, do that's nothing. The thing. Yeah, do you, you said something. All you said was something. So we did something. We're doing we did something. A thing. We did a we thing. Do, it's not going to we work, are limiting, but we did We are a limiting thing. trips to the mound. Is, yeah. is that not a thing? Did yeah, we not do something? We've done like, something. You shut in, up now. <laughs> like in a sense, I kind of, I okay, limiting the number because there has always been a limit on the number of visits a manager can make to the pitcher's mound or a coach, but not for catchers and other players on the field. So limiting that may help somewhat. But let's look at the numbers, okay? <laughs> let's look at the numbers. The average nine inning game took three hours and eight minutes last year. Two thousand five, the average nine inning game took. Two hours and 46 minutes. That's 22 minutes they got to make up. There are not 22 minutes of mound visits in a game. <laughs> it's not happening. There might, be, there might be like seven. Like even the longest Maybe. mound visit Maybe. goes, what, two minutes? Not even. I mean, it depends. It's like, ah, like, seriously, this is what you came up with? Like, there's no pitch clock. Like, the pitch clock seemed like it would actually make a difference. This is going to make no difference. No, it's no going to make no difference. difference. But everyone's going to sit around congratulating themselves and giving each other glad handies because they did something. We did it, guys. We did the thing. We like did they it. were going to have. They were talking about a between batter clock, like having a clock for how long it takes before next, the next batter comes up, and a clock for the pitcher to throw pitches. I think those are effective. Those will work. This is this is just it's surface. It's lipstick on a pig. It is literal bullshit. Is what it is. <sighs> Sigh. They're trying. No, and they're, they're timing. They are now going to time the. Uh, they're going to have a clock on pitching changes. So the time will begin as soon as the reliever crosses the warning track from the bullpen. 
and he'll have a set number of amount of time to get to the mound and get warmed up before the next batter comes up. Okay, great. So we get to learn how fast these relievers can run. Like this seems like a bad idea. <laughs> I really don't care to know how fast Dylan Batances is. Like, I just... <laughs> and uh, let's see the video review rooms. They're going to speed up instant replay now by having direct camera, slow motion and camera angles feed to the video review room. So now they won't have to actually pull that video during a challenge. They'll already have seen it. Oh, well, thank God. Okay. Well, that'll help. That'll save us will a it, minute will, and does a it, will, will you, I mean, because the amount of times that people, you know, go instant replay in baseball are very few and far between. Well, so, it's becoming yeah. increasingly common, but it's still not, it's not like it is in the NFL. Like, this, it's not going to save is, that much time. I I am safe to say that this is some bullshit, right? Oh, here. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, oh, God. <laughs> It's every. It seems like every time the major that Major League Baseball has an opportunity to do something innovative, they they just fuck it up. They just step all over their dick trying to do it, and then they do nothing. Like, oh, here's a chance to change our game for the future. Maybe get some more people interested into it, and uh, you know, and speed it up a little bit. Nah, well, no, we're gonna just do this thing. Why don't we? If that seems like a lot of work to actually innovate, so why don't we just uh, why don't we just you know sweep the dirt under this rug right here and put the rug down? <laughs> you know, we're it. gonna try again. We'll try again next off season. All right, <laughs> we'll do that. We're, we're gonna go ahead yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna do nothing this season, but next off season we'll give it the old right. college exactly. try. We'll give it a whirl. Okay, guys. Three How's seasons from now, there's a huge pile underneath the rug right in the middle. <laughs> What's that pile over there underneath the rug? Why has the rug got a big bump in it? Oh, oh, that's uh, that's our innovation. We're just going to have to tamp that down a little bit. Just, just stamp on it with your feet. Smooth that out there, and we'll be fine. It's innovation, everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh, the innovation is here, everybody. Good, Good to know. Just <laughs> pack it in. Just that's it. We're done. We're done. If this is you if got, this is you the got best... ten more years. You got ten more years. And then then that's it. Well, it'll be slam ball and this flag football thing with Michael. Dick. <laughs> and, uh, oh, slam ball. And, and maybe the NBA. Well, perhaps there's a, is there some sort of a, like a home run derby combined with <laughs> like, Hey, no, no, no. What's that? What's that Norwegian combine. baseball where you just throw the ball in the air and crack it wherever the hell you damn well please? That's what like was the that? Palapolo or whatever. Pesapolo, right? yeah, yeah, yes. Pesapolo. Yeah, Palapadapado. Yeah, we need to get that. We need to get George Papadopoulos baseball. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pesapolo, where guys run in both directions around the base. That right. shit is fun, and I want it now because it's not like the MLB cares about what it. You know, the just stay open mantra is clearly a year to year thing and has no future concept. So <laughs> screw it, it's done. I'm I'm tired of helping someone who doesn't want to help themselves. I'm over it. Oh, bring man. on Plasopolo. Yeah, bring on Janine Garofalo. Right. I want I want I want the Garofalo ball. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, so we have one more sports, sports-ish story to talk about, and I just I I could sports not. Sports related? Yeah, sports related. I could not not put this in the show once I saw this. Oh, but, this is uh, very those two jerky in for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I hope so. Um, so Cleveland Cavaliers guard J.R. Smith 
uh, was suspended for a game against the Sixers this week, and now we know why. He, he threw a bowl of soup at an assistant coach. My God, man. I, like, is that a big deal? I mean, how hot was the soup? <laughs> I, I, I don't you know, know. I don't know. It, what type of soup was it? Was it That's like, was what it I want to talk soup? about. This is what I want to talk about right here, is the type of soup. What is a good soup for throwing at someone? A, th- like, a, good, want... a good toss soup, if you will? Yeah, well, yeah, like because let's think about it. Like when you, throw, if, when you throw a bowl of soup on somebody or at somebody, the goal as is what? As you are want to do, Yes, as, you, as do you, one does. Do you want to drench them? <laughs> right, like that's a, like the a thing. What is soup the, doesn't work. What is the goal? Like, is the goal to uh, for maximum coverage? Is the goal to... Uh, for bad smell the rest of the hurt day them? is is the goal you know, yeah like, is the goal to hurt them is is the goal maybe to uh ruin clothing is the goal to you know drench as much as possible for maximum embarrassment what is the goal when one throws soup at someone and then I will, what are the good soups for accomplishing that goal I am going to uh defer to Chris just the start of this I, I want to hear Chris's <laughs> opinion first um and then I and then I will <laughs> interject where I feel I uh, am most uh, useful, uh, which is never. <sighs> All right. So for maximum coverage, you obviously you have to go with like a brothy soup. Ooh, but, brothy. Right. But it you're needs not going to be thin. Use... Yeah, yeah. But there's, you know, it doesn't injure them necessarily. It's just, it's, <laughs> it covers well. It's easy to throw because it's just, it's just liquid. You know, it's just one step away from water. If there's like, like meatballs in it, like an Italian wedding soup. Ah, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Right? So it's like a hot, like a hot brothy soup. Or do you go for like napalm effect? Like, (laughs) like something like a, like a thicker, like cream of potato. Like a spicy chili or something. Yes, yes. Or, or, you know, where it's just, it's going to stick on them and just, just burn the hell out of them. That, that might work too, but it's also harder to throw because it's so thick. Right. Right. See, like I was so, thinking initially, yes. like for injury purposes, you want like a like a six alarm chili so that like the this pepper gets in their eyes and it hurts them. Like that's you know maximum injury. Like, are there more than five alarms? I don't oh, know. The, the, the alarms I, there's as many through. as you there, want. There's, yeah, there's lots of alarms. Um, but like a, like a super spicy chili. But you have a good point. If you go with like a, if you're looking for just drenching ability, you want something thinner and brothier. But yeah, exactly. if it's one step away from water, it soaks into the clothes, and then you don't really see it. They just smell like soup all day. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, you could smell like soup from having lunch at a hibachi restaurant, really. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know if that would, that would accomplish your goals either. I'm thinking, like, a, you, want, you want some big enough chunks in there to like, to, like, hurt and be embarrassing. But you also want, you know, some, some color, some coverage that will stay and then my thinking also is that you want something that's going to they're going to smell afterwards too like you want a maximum effect here so i'm thinking like a like a campbell's chunky clam chowder oh yeah uh, no no i was i was actually in the same ballpark with you tom except i would go with the manhattan more than anything the red, red one white. yes yes the red the red and uh, the because... red stains more i'll give you that yes the red stains and and that stain is a is a shame stain like people are gonna look at you. They're gonna be like, "Someone threw soup on you," which means that yeah. that had to happen. Like someone had to have done this. Like what happened? To you? That guy had soup thrown at. Oh my god! <laughs> now we don't know what led to the soup throwing incident, but uh... 
it's a good throw in soup, Manhattan clam chowder. I'm just saying, like, how many times have you had soup thrown on you in your lifetime? Did you Never. earn that? You must have. You had <laughs> yeah, to. It's true. What did you do to have someone throw soup on you? You had someone throw soup on you, bro. Like, what more <laughs> is there? You had, you were souped. You had been souped. <laughs> you were soupified. And nobody knows the motivation. You got souped. No, I don't. I haven't seen anything about what led to this. Um, there's a new it's disturbed pretty... song coming out, Supified. Thank you. Oh, Thank oh. you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night everybody. Try the veal. Don't try the Manhattan unless you, you know, you're with a date who's doing poor. So. Yeah, we we'll, don't know. We'll never we, we we don't know who why they threw the soup. I'm sure we'll find out eventually. But uh, but, damn. <laughs> cost him ninety four grand, huh? Yeah, ninety four <laughs> grand. That one game suspension cost him ninety four grand. I hope that soup was good. Yeah, but I mean, I hope I hope he used that Manhattan clam chowder if that was the case, because he you know, hopefully he made it worth it, you know, like yeah, yeah. So J.R. Smith, the, the guy he won't charges? say what kind of soup. No, he didn't press charges. Can uh, press? Smith he won't say soup. what kind of soup he threw. <laughs> like I, I would want to know what kind of soup it was, but he uh, he wouldn't say. Um, Smith did say he talked to his teammates about it, and everybody seemed cool. They've moved on from it as a team. Yeah, as a team, we moved on, on from the from souping, it. from the soup, from the souping. <laughs> I mean, I, I just can't. I think from now on, if anyone draws the ire of the show, we soup them. That's how this works. <laughs> you have been souped, sir. You Deal just got souped. Fact. You got souped by those two jerks. Congratulations. Good God, what have we? What is this world coming to now? It's it's a souping, Tom. The you just supening. have to accept that the supening is happening. <laughs> the supening. I like it. I like Thank it. You. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go with that. All right. So shall we <laughs> shall we move on to the souped up portion of the back half of the show? Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. I did it. <sighs> I did it. I did it. So we'll move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff portion. And uh, well, we'll have the one, the big story that got the jerks talking this week. Or at least you two, you two birds. <laughs> um, and that is, we have not yet seen an official photo of Zachary Levi in costume as Shazam. But there has been a spy photo from the set of him in costume. And, ooh, you guys were not real <laughs> pleased about this. I, I, I gotta it's, say. It's pretty, yeah. Well, well, it's wait, comic wait, wait, book wait, wait, accurate. Before... It's very comic book accurate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, it's comic book accurate. If, you know, a comic book was about a guy who weighed 145 pounds while wearing a red suit. All right, all right. This is why I bit my tongue when you guys were going back and forth on this. First of all, I don't think those are foam muscles, as you pointed out, Rick. Ah, it looks, it looks, it looks very pretty damn foamy to me. Flash, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they're that foamy. And to be fair, uh, John Wesley's ship was pretty damn ripped in the 90s Flash show. I don't think those were real. There are many falsies in there, if any. Anyway. <laughs> did you just use the term falsies? I, I did use the term <laughs> falsies. We're not talking like Michael. Welcome Keaton to those Batman two jerks, everyone. Circa 1945. <laughs> He's wearing falsies. Falsies, I tell you. Falsies in his costume. Oh my God! What is the world come to? <clears throat> this is where we are. And let's let's remember, uh, Zachary Levi is a tall man, 
Um, and he could have bulked up for this. We don't really know because he, every other photo we've seen of him has been in a bathrobe covering this outfit. So we don't know. And this is a faraway spy photo. You can find it online if you want to see it. Um, and it's from the side. Like, we really have no idea what he looks like except for the fact that, okay, the red is really bright red. Like, it's total Shazam red. It's, he's yeah, got the white it's... cape with the hood on it. Um, you know, and he's got the gold boots and, and whatever. Like, it's, it's you know, he's very Shazammy. Let's go with that. Okay. I have no, I, I have no issue with how the costume actually looks. Okay. My All issue right. begins and ends with the fact that he does not look like a superhero. Why? He looks like Why? a terrible cosplayer. Yes. Well, I wouldn't even go far as to say he looks like a terrible cosplayer. I just think he looks like your average cosplayer. He doesn't quite fit the bill. That's all. Why? Why? Explain. Because he looks like he weighs 185 pounds if he's lucky. All right. But not every superhero needs to look like they've been drawn by Ed McGinnis. Sure. But this is Shazam. Okay. He's supposed to kind of be a little over the top looking. I mean, like, <sighs> Do you, are you are you cool with you know uh, Henry Cavill looking more like me and less like Henry Cavill? I'm not. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm asking. Uh, Tom, yeah, but Tom's again, Superman guy. Chris, Chris is Chris is not because Chris loves Ed McGuinness's version of Superman, yeah, which exactly. is muscles on top of muscles, and that does not look like a real thing that could exist structurally on the human body. I also like uh, the um, the Gary Frank version, which well, but, but is I mean, it's I, again, Christopher I, I, Reed, you know. But hang on, I'm talking to Tom here. Are all right, you all right. good? I think honestly, with me? I think no, you no, not you. But I don't. I think Henry Cavill looked a little too big in Man of Steel. What? Like he'd, yeah, a little bit, a little. Like come no. on, those scenes. His his neck muscles were almost up to his ears. Okay, yeah, he looked I, like a, he looked like a superhuman, he didn't like, he? You might have say he, he looked like Superman? Yeah. No, because I don't think Superman... Think about it. Superman's strength comes from his own power. It's not because he built muscle and worked out. He does not yeah, need to we, look like a huge human being. He can look muscular, know, we were, but he doesn't need to look massive. And Henry Cavill we looked kind of massive. We refer to people with really great brain power as being superhuman, right? That's how we refer to them, right? Nerds are superhuman all the time, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. You sigh, you sigh all you want, because I'm right. No, because I think I think you guys are being a little like too literal here. I think that's what this is. I don't I don't think it necessarily that every that they all have to look like John Cena or The Rock. Which is they funny since you were the guy who were banging the drum because I thought how great because I thought John, John Cena, Cena would, would be. be great in the part, but that doesn't mean I don't think Zachary Levi is going to be good in it. You know what this is? You know what this really is? You are such what? a Chuck nerd. You are really so hard true. on Chuck. That's that really you not true. Wa you want this to be good. This is this Zachary Levi in that god awful costume is your Bones Jones, and I'm calling you on it, just like I called Chris. What? No, no. So you so want it to be true, but it ain't. It's bad. It's real I disagree. Bad. Disagree. It looks, man. <laughs> there's that shot or the the still shot actually of like the Justice League like pilot from was that also the nineties? With you like, talking about the it, the really crappy one? Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's what that looks like. 
It's it's. I mean, granted, it's also from the side, very like you know, probably twenty yards away. I mean, no, just, no, okay, okay. Now, in fairness, are they going to CGI it up? Well, Maybe? no, in fairness, they can't do I that. Am, I am confident that this is not the final look. That all said, I'm confident. I believe. I I hope this is not the final look. I just, I don't think it will be. It can't be. It shouldn't be. It, no, it definitely no. shouldn't be. Like he, I, I'm I'm I, like I said, he looks spindly. He looks not super. And he I don't think he looks that. I don't think he looks that spindly. First of all, second of all. I think it's more important for whoever plays Shazam to get the personality correct than it is for him to look a certain way. I I guess so, right? But here's... I've always felt as though Shazam should be even bigger than Superman, right? So let's... let's I get what you're saying, because there's an argument to be made for that because he comes from, you know, Billy Batson's sort of imagination, right? Right, he should look like Prime. Like remember the nineteen nineties, um, ultra is ultraverse mango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime, yeah. prime from ultraverse. Prime, right? Yeah. Like it should yeah. look like that. Just muscles on muscles on muscles of, with tiny little legs. Or a, a teenager, or like a preteen's idea of what, like a big strong guy should look like. And it's you know these sort of like Rob Liefeld, just ridiculous muscles on muscles character, like you said. That's what Shazam should look like because he's like, this is what strength is, you know, like this is me, like a caricature of like, uh, perhaps a superhero. Um, I I just hope it doesn't look that goofy, man. Like uh, that's, I've I've been running this whole DC like extended universe flag for a long time now, and if that's the fucking Shazam we get, going from, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Different takes on Aquaman, good takes on Superman, excellent takes on Wonder Woman, weird takes on Flash. Um, if that's what Shazam ends up being, fuck man, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm I, I can't do it anymore. Like I'm the one that's like, eh, Justice League was okay, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, Wonder Woman's awesome. Man, BVS, good. That can't be Shazam, man. Like that's it for me then. If that's the case. Uh, are you, that's it. That's it. Chris is out. If this is that's the, uh, he's, he's yeah. out. <sighs> but yeah, I uh, Tom is 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 this it for you? Uh, you know, uh, you seem less concerned. So I doubt this is the throw in the towel moment hmm. for you. But well, no, I think I think part of it is I think because it's not that I'm going to give up, but I think the public gives up if this movie's bad. I think this is it. Like you've got Aquaman coming. Okay. Wonder Woman 2 is coming, whether you want it to or not, they're going to do that because it made a ton of money. But if Aquaman tanks and this tanks, that's it. They're done for a few years of making DC movies until until they figure out how to do Batman again. Yeah. Because they'll never well, stop about, making about, Batman. But what about the Joker movie and the Joker Joker that's Joker movie? That's not going to happen. If so this, many Jokers, if this stuff tanks, that stuff's not happening. The Joker, Joker, Joker? No. <laughs> no. So, so yeah, there's a lot riding on this. Um, you know, the tone is going to be very different. We can hope. It's Shazam. We can sure hope. I mean, well, yeah, that's part of it. You want it to be, but it's also Shazam. It's, it's lighter, it, just by definition. Again, we can hope. 
there there have been a number of these movies that have debuted where the the tone is supposed to be totally different and no no never mind no it's the exact same movie everybody broods and that's my new rem song everybody broods everybody broods sometime thank you thank you put some bread in my jar Hello. Wonderful. Did, yes. did did my did my microphone turn off? No. Hello. No, I got you. Uh, fine. <laughs> we understand you. We understand you. But I got. All I right, got to tell what, you. What, I got to tell you. I, I don't think it's this is as big of a deal as you guys are making it out to be. Well, you are also not a uh, very in shape individual like Chris and I. So. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> I am not. I am not nearly in the shape you're in, Rick. Which is fairly. Yeah, round. Wait a minute now. I feel as though you're saying that is some sort of disparagement. <laughs> is it? Is it? Could you get that? Did that come across? I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I, like I can did. be I... too subtle, so I want to make sure you got all that. <laughs> I feel a little attacked suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. As well, you should, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Anyway, we have some uh, some Marvel movie news. Uh, a couple months ago, Fox decided to push back New Mutants by like 10 months. Yeah. Which they're adding in a whole new character, apparently. Yeah, his name's Deadpool. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Um, <laughs> it's not Deadpool, but uh, we've also got a Marvel movie moved up, which you don't hear about very often. But uh, Disney has moved up Avengers Infinity War by a couple of weeks. It's now coming out on April 27th instead of in May. Thanks. Thank you. What's... Very nice of you. Oh. Doing cause... that on my birthday. Oh, that's your birthday? Uh, it's the 28th, technically. But, oh. uh, you know. Well, good. So you're, you won't go to the theater for your birthday then? I will go see Infinity Bull War. Bullshit. Bullshit, you will. Yeah, I thought the whole. I know you don't go to the theater unless we force you to for the show. There's a good chance. There's a good chance I will get to see a sneak preview of it, like I saw with Black Panther. So I will go mm, see. All right. Yeah. That doesn't count. Why not? Because it's not a true experience unless you go to the theater with the rabble <laughs> and almost get shot. What do you mean almost oh. get shot? Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's like, there's like probably like a 28% chance. If only they just armed the. It's much lower than that. And yeah, yeah, let's put every pimply face popcorn jockey. We put a Glock in his hands. If we just, that if seems like a good idea. Them, the people wouldn't attack the theaters because they would know. <laughs> that. More yes. guns. Let's just fill the world with guns and that will solve the whole problem. Only... There's literally an episode of South Park. Exactly like that. Right. Literally. Throw throw a gun at it. Just throw a gun at it. Anyway. That, I feel as though I'd be safer. And uh, that's all I care about. Yeah. It's my personal safety. Good job, Rick. Good job. Thank you. But, I'm, uh, I'm I here still, to help. I still say they could put Avengers Infinity War out tomorrow and you're not going. So <laughs> I would probably go. If no. It, I mean, well. Waiting for Netflix no matter what. You're one of those people. I could certainly see myself going. <laughs> you could see yourself going. Nice. I have a faith in myself that I would go. Wow. Yeah. You know, I remember many, many girls saying something like that to me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I could see myself dating you. <laughs> I could possibly like you like that someday. No, no. <laughs> 
it's not that might have worked when i was 15 it doesn't work now i'm not buying it i can't i can't help you tom it's not i didn't do anything i i'm not those girls (laughs) you are a girl though especially when it comes to this sort of thing whoa where's your proof (laughs) you're a wine you whine a lot where's your where's your proof where's my proof i don't have proof i don't know is your wife around put her on no, no, I, 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 she has uh, important business to attend to. Good. Good, as well as she should. Anyway, so Infinity War is coming sooner uh, because what do they care? Whether they bring it out in April or May, it's going to make a bajillion dollars. So it doesn't matter when it comes out. I liked the uh, the way they uh, they prefaced it, where, where Robert Downey Jr. on Twitter asked uh, Disney to, to launch it early so he could watch it with his friends. I thought that was cute. That was a oh, nice God. marketing that was cute. It, it was is. cool. It's yeah, it is. They, but that's that's that is the mark of a studio that's just like it really doesn't matter when we put this out. Yeah, we're and is it attacking anything? Is there anything else? No, there's out nothing on that? that weekend, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah, there's no. There, I don't think they moved it around or away from anything. I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever it goes up against, it's going to beat anyway. Right. Um, so I think I think what they really were doing, to be honest, is giving it a few more weeks uh, to be open before office. Solo comes out, before the new Star Wars movie comes out, because and Deadpool two as well. Yeah. So, but like especially the Star Wars because it's also a Disney movie. So they oh, want, they're like so we're they gonna be number one for show. like eight weeks now instead of you know Avengers is number one for two weeks and then Solo is number one for a while. Like instead, it's like oh. You know, we're going to have Avengers will be number one for like six weeks and then Solo will come out and be number one for six weeks. But what does it matter when eventually Disney's just going to run all of the studios and they'll always be number one because they're the only market? Um, It won't then, but it matters now, I guess, you know, for, <laughs> for pissing contest purposes, I suppose. Right, right. <sighs> So sorry, also sorry have, to bring down the show like that, guys. No, we also sorry, have another. Uh, did that pretty well. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's just not even superhero. It's dude in red foam suit. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, I, lo- I like jaded and bitter, Chris. It's very fun. Yeah. It looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I have some I mean, early two thousand Superman trades. If you need more beat off material. <laughs> I'm already on my shelf, sir. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure yours are all worn out and stuck together by now. Mine are in good shape. You can have those. Oh, uh, yeah, because, you know, Tom is the end-all, be-all about not overreacting to things. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at any one time, one of us has to maintain a rational level head, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm glad it's you this week. Yeah, I drew the short straw. Sorry. <laughs> well, you were going to draw that regardless. Ah, well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. That I can was bring a, it back whenever that was I a, want. I can... That was a heavy, heavy peach you picked off that tree there. But, uh... <laughs> Very low hanging. Very low. <laughs> exactly. It, it was, basically it was like it ankle height, that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was so low you could have grabbed it. Nice. Nice. And that <laughs> one you. hangs even lower on the tree. <laughs> Well, you know, if you're going to go, you might as well go full yeah, steam ahead. It's just cleaning up all the garbage around the front of the net, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my old man taught me. You, you do what you got. Oh. You go with what you got, Tom. 
You gotta do what you gotta do. So we've got uh, some a little bit more of the Fox Marvel news. They're developing a Silver Surfer standalone movie written by Brian okay. K. Vaughn. Yeah. Ooh. Which is, is it gonna be like super super mopey, like Silver Surfer? Then I don't know. They you know they tried this in the late '90s, early 2000s. I've read several different Silver Surfer solo movie scripts, and they're all say that five terrible. times fast. They're really all kind of terrible. Like it's I don't know that he's I don't know. I I say that like I don't know that he's a character that the general audience is gonna want to relate to and see in its own movie, but I thought that about Thor too, and I was totally wrong. So You were totally wrong about one movie. Well, no, the first Thor made money. It wasn't I mean, they all made money, but people liked the first Thor. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um they love the third can one. Can they make it fun? Like, that's the that's thing. That's the know? problem, like, that's, is can they make they it can't fun? can make it fun. Can, well, can you, make, can you make the Marvel-esque movie? That's the question. That, that is the question. That is the question. Because, like, right now, Fox has, done, has not been able to do that. They've got Deadpool, which is its own sort of voice, and the X-Men movies are sort of their thing, but none of them is the Marvel thing. And that they probably are proud of that. I would say they're, you know, they're happy with that, but Silver Surfer, they're going to have to do the Marvel thing on it. They really are in order to get that to work. I agree. I don't think they can. I, I, I mean, like, it's not, I, I mean, you know, though, they kind of did. It's anything I've read with the Silver Surfer, it's always this sullen, like, mopey on the, the planet. Well, yeah, but shouldn't it be, like, honestly, like, you know, yeah, I mean, he, it's the, that's the character. Like, I, I get it. But it's just, it's like, at least with Superman, for example, who is the last of his planet, they they kind of humanize him a little bit. You know, yeah, but this is also a guy who spends every waking moment of his life completely alone in, in a barren wasteland of space. Damn, I'm good at that. <laughs> that. True. But I mean, like, what do you, I don't know. It's just, it's, I just, I just don't think he's, you know, you know. I guess the same, like you said, the same could be said of Thor. I, I, I think there's, care. I think there's possibility. I think there's potential. I, I think there's lots of very good, uh, possible Silver Surfer storylines. I'm interested in seeing what's going on, and also, you know, this sort of is kind of what just needs to happen. And, and here's the other thing: they need a flop. They need a flop. They need to know where the bottom is. Yeah, but so Fox if, doesn't. Fox has had those. See, oh, we're, Fantastic Four, both of them. All of them. I'm not worried about Fox. I, th this is Disney, right? No, Fox is doing Silver Surfer. It oh, won't be Disney mistake. yet. Okay, never mind. It might be okay, Disney by the time it comes yeah. out, but it's Fox right now. Well, it'll be crap. Right. Well, if that's the case, it... it It'll probably go the way of of Fantastic Four. <laughs> why is why is Fox doing this? Like, I know they have to make these movies in order to keep the properties, but aren't they like this? Is this storyline just continues to get weirder? Aren't they selling off the property? I don't get well, it. Well, that's the thing that that's not done until the the you know the deal is approved, and and now with Comcast wanting to get back in the mix, it could take a while. It may fall through entirely, so they have to keep moving forward as if it's not happening. Interesting. I and didn't realize got, that. Yeah, so they've got, you know, they've got their three X-Men movies slated for next year. 
They've got three slated for 2020. Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis says he's still developing that Kitty Pride movie. That's one of those six X-Men movies. Um, no, but he's a he DC says, guy. He is for comic books, but he's working on this Kitty Pride movie for Fox as well. And, you know, he's ba- he says, you know, the impending merger, as far as he knows, hasn't impacted that at all. Um, they, you know, they're not, I'm sure somewhere Marvel studios is making plans for what they're going to do when the merger happens, but it may not, you know, it's still, it's not a done deal yet. So Fox is going to keep, you know, plugging away on that Gambit movie with Channing Tatum and. Oh yeah. Channing Tatum Gambit. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And X-Force, uh, is happening and, you know, others. Apparently, <laughs> see also. <laughs> yeah, see also. <laughs> see also whatever they can get to make a hit that's not Deadpool. Um, eh, not much. Yeah, probably not. Um, all right, so we have another little comic booky thing. Uh, a while back, uh, we talked about uh, the Rocketeer was going to be rebooted, uh, featuring like a you know a female character. Uh, it was as a movie, Disney was working on something. The Rocketeers, plural, or some concept, but the lead was going to be a girl this time around. And it turns out they figured out what that is, and it is not a movie. It is a cartoon show. The Rocketeer hey. is going to be on Disney Junior starting next year, 2019. It is a series aimed at two to seven-year-olds, uh, and it follows the adventures of a young girl named Kit who receives the Rocketeer rocket pack on her birthday and is the next in line to become the hero. Now, what I find funny about this is nothing's mentioned about, you know, the, the movie or the comics or how this ties in, except when you read a little further into the description, one of the people in her, you know, her gang, because every superhero has got to have, you know, a team, especially in right. these cartoons, her airplane mechanic, uncle Ambrose, joins her on her epic adventures. And if you've seen the Rocketeer 150 times like I have, um, Peavy, the Alan Arkin character in the Rocketeer, the mechanic, his sidekick, his real first name is Ambrose. So I'm sure that is how this will tie in, is that Peavy <laughs> is the uncle. So this char- that's the character that will continue through. Um, but two to seven-year-olds starting next year, that's, that's, you know, my kid. That's your kid, Chris. Yeah. So there you go. Our okay. kids are going to get to see Rocketeer. <laughs> Dang hooray. it. Hooray, yes. Hooray. I, I've myself not even seen the Rocketeer, so... What? You've what? never seen that movie? I can do it together. Oh my yeah, god. Like... Voted out the island. Uh, the movie's good. You should watch the movie. Um, but the movie actually holds up pretty well, too, It does. Honestly. It does. The that effects, was my next question. The effects like, how don't well as much, up? but the, the movie holds up for sure. The movie holds up as well as the movie's going to hold up. Yeah. Like, exactly. it, it's it's fine. It's I mean, fine. It's, you know, Joe Johnston, who did Cap- the first Captain America movie, did this and takes place in the 30s. It's, it's a good movie. It's fun. Um, yeah. It's fun, but That's now fair. we can be we can rest assured there will be tons and tons of Rocketeer merchandise starting next year because what do they do with every show on Disney Junior? Merchandising, merchandising. As well, they should. There's so much Mickey and the Roadster Racers garbage. Most of it is in my house. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so. So if you're a fan of the Rocketeer, it's coming back. It's not for you if you're a fan of the movie. This will be made for little kids, but it's going to happen. That's fine. 
gonna it's happen. it's a yeah. I mean, that's cool that they're building on that universe. Absolutely, you know, like absolutely. They're they're monetizing an IP that people forgot they had. Right. <laughs> I'm Dynamite not sure is gonna that be. It's like this. Dynamite's kind of gonna be pissed. Early. What do you what do you call that? It's it's not like steampunk. It's not. No, it's like early. It's the 30s. Early it's, industrial, it's, maybe. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, you could call it that. That's cool. Art Deco. It's, it's, sort of, it's sort of steampunky. It's yeah. it's in many ways steampunk. Not, not Victorian though. Yeah, there's no steam no. involved. Like, there's no like or like what? Or not Orson? Is it Orson Welles? No, H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells. Yeah, Orson Welles. It's like it's like science punk. Yeah. So I mean, like that's cool. It's probably science <laughs> science fiction for that time. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, but, uh, yeah, right. I wonder, I wonder, Rick, you know, you're right. Dynamite Comics is still doing Rocketeer books, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Last I checked. Yeah. So, but those are following the Cliff Secord character still. Right. right? Yes. So this may not have any impact on that. Is that stuff considered canon? I don't know. Anything, Dave Chris? Stevens has been dead for several years now. That's the creator of the Rocketeer, by the way. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh. <laughs> who's Dave Stevens? Is that like your mailman or something? No, the guy who created. Oh God, did you hear Dave Stevens? Oh, not Dave Stevens. <laughs> like that, just some dude. Like that's like the guy some who guy. runs some random booth at like MegaCon. Like Dave Stevens. Well, that, you know, His Dave Stevens. Again. Oh shit, Dave Stevens. You know, I bought an amazing 15 from him once. It was a really bad. Condition. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> so oh, yeah, no. Because you, you would run us ragged on the same thing. <laughs> yeah, how of course I would. we get press passes for the Megacon? We don't. We don't. We've tried <laughs> We've more than tried. once. Oh, yeah. But there's three of us now. It's legitimate. That makes it more difficult, actually. What do you mean? Because it's extra free shit they have to give away. I did, what's what's a lanyard with a with a thing? It's Chris, not. It's, it's Chris, one gonna, less ticket they can sell to somebody for one hundred and fifty dollars. Tom, I, I I got this real All quick. Right. Chris, do you not think that in the first week of this show that this wasn't the primary goal <laughs> was to get free tickets to shit? We have like, tried. You really think we have tried you really multiple think? years? I mean, it was what we used to use the show for that we had in college. Was yes. that. Got to go to MegaCon back then, but MegaCon was a different animal back then. Um, no, we tried. Uh, what we were told the first couple of times was that uh, we did not cover MegaCon enough uh, to be considered for press passes. Um, here's the thing, though. I think it was not that we didn't cover it enough. It was that the first time we did cover it, which was not as press passes, but Rick went as a person, you know, regular person, and talked about it on the show, and it was not positive. So I don't think they were very happy with the tone of our coverage of the event. Mm. They shouldn't have so, a shit con like, that year. Like, shouldn't have a shit con that year. They shouldn't have a shit con well, every year. That's the problem. Every year we've talked about that show, it has not been positive. So they are not very inclined to give us free passes. So well, it's not my fault my... they have a shit con. Very bad experiences at MegaCon the past three to four years. This time it might be more positive, perhaps. <laughs> right? Are you are you holding MegaCon hostage right now? No, I mean I, I'm just saying we have no bargaining like, leverage with them. So <laughs> we should. Though. Should point. 
Zero. <laughs> Damn it. No, yeah, it's not. No, you're not getting free passes to MegaCon through this show. I'll tell you that right now. I guess I'm going to $25. It's more than that now. Yeah, hell of a lot more than that. Really? Unless you're going oh, for yeah, one dude. day. Look at their website, man. The one day ticket is like 30 or 35 now. Oh, good. Yeah. And the weekend pass is over 100 bucks. $35 to get hit in the head by fucking prosthetic wings. <laughs> Tom, we might as well just move into it. Like, it appears really? like do you need to know? Do you need to go? Like you buy all your shit from in stock trades online. So do you need to go? Hey, they're not a sponsor yet. So as of right now, I get it from Amazon. Well, okay. they're not a sponsor. Yet, but no. Oh my god. Right, Tom, well, that's what Tom, I mean. I do you need to, you don't need to go shop. The panels stink. So there's no reason to go wow, for that. Wow, wow. Go ahead. Let's just let's just not try to get any tickets. The panels stink. <laughs> They do. Oh they do. The panels at MegaCon are not good like the panels at other shows. They're not. That's not their thing. That just isn't their thing. Their thing is the shopping, the cosplay contests, the gaming, and the autographs. That's their thing. It's they don't they don't the panels are secondary, tertiary even. That's mm. not what they're good at. They never have been. Nah. Fair enough. I'm gonna do shop it. Yeah. This this really does feel like the best time to move the the show along um, <laughs> to right. uh, our last segment, which is the one that you should all know about by now. Um, Tom, yes, no, you know what? No, fuck, fuck that, fuck that. <laughs> Chris, Chris, yes. What's pissing you off? Evidently, the fact that I can't get free shit from being popular <laughs> on this show. Because my nerd opinion doesn't speak highly enough amongst those who happen to run a certain convention here in Orlando. <laughs> I'm speaking of you, Egocon. Um, I won't name I'm you. Sure, I'm sure they're heartbroken to hear this, by the way. I'm sure they're not hearing this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to piss me off that I can't, I, can't, I can't voo this podcast and get free shit out of it. Um. Is this is this your resignation, Chris? Is that what's happening? Now? <laughs> this is he's been building to this moment, and now he found out it was all for naught. Resignation. Right. He's like, I, I can't Shazam save thirty bucks. The, the picture of Shazam happened. Um, um, no, that's not. That's I guess that's kind of pissing me off. That does suck because I was I haven't I've haven't been to MegCon in two years. Um, you know though, I've, I've I have had a very decent week, so not a ton is pissing me off. But I did learn a couple of things, but we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Chris with a non-starter. Uh, Tom, <laughs> what is, uh, what's pissing you off? People who can't spell, Rick. Mm. I'm tired People of it. People who can't spell, it's a, it, well, it's R-I-C, and well, that does annoy I mean, me as well. Yeah, but no, no. People who can't spell, comma, Rick. Oh. Are what's pissing me off this week. I'm tired of seeing people fuck up your, your, and your. Or your and your, <laughs> and they're there and there, and it's and it's, which is pretty common, even among people I'm very close to, even people on the other end of this podcast at the moment, grew up it's and it's. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Never, never, never had a bad day in my life. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. How long? How hard is it to just go back over things? Or Maybe you're unaware of how to spell certain things. Well, look it up. Just look it up. We have autocorrect can't save you from everything. And 
if you're making a sign, like it's your job to make a sign or you own a business and you're going to make a sign, then really, really check. Quadruple oh, check. a sign? Nothing, nothing bothers me more or makes me want to go to a business less than seeing a sign that is misspelled, especially one that has been professionally printed and is permanent. Not necessarily one of those that you see, like, you know, you can change the letters out all the time, like, eh, mistakes happen that can be fixed easily. But when you've paid good money to have a permanent sign made and it's got a spelling mistake on it, several people had to fuck up in order for that to happen. That is not good. It's wrong. It is wrong. Learn to spell. It's important. It's really, really important. Rick. Yes. What's pissing you off? <clears throat> well, Tom, uh, I'll tell you. Last night, I had uh, the great fortune of being at the 311 concert um, at uh, Universal. That was really cool. Cool. How, um, is, how is 1999? How's it doing? Uh, I'll have you know it was actually more 1995. Oh, great. Um, but, like, honestly, honestly, uh, the, the guys, their voices, like, all the voices hold up. Like, the guy who always had that high, sort of higher squeaky voice. His voice holds up. Um, the the lead singer sounds exactly like he did in 1994 when Down originally came out. Everything holds. It's all very well, very very much on the up and up. And uh, that is not what's pissing me off. <laughs> what's pissing me off is I, I, I twofold because we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, twofold. One, stop watching shows through your phone. You're there live. Watch the goddamn show. Oh, and I've two, done that one. <laughs> <laughs> or through an iPad. That's even more annoying. Oh. You, 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 anyway, two, um, <laughs> if this is a event that you know is uh, non-smoking, but you oh. are still addicted and you can't help yourself, uh, and you don't apparently own one of those, um, what, what are the, the vape pens, um, I don't want to smell your cigarette smoke, bro. Um, I'm not about that life. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm 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 not, I'm not happy with you if you can't just you know let me enjoy my event where I'm outdoors in an area that's supposed to be non-smoking and you need one of your cancer sticks like I get it it's it's something you're dealing with or maybe you're not I don't know what your story is I'm not going to try and, and educate you on it you probably already are well aware but Jesus Christ if I can't just freaking Oh, I just I just want to watch my show. I just want to watch 311 and pretend that I'm like 13 again for five fucking minutes. That'd be nice. But instead, I got to I got to smell your cigarette in my face. And now I got to go wash my clothes after this and take a shower and try and get the cigarette out my hair because you couldn't just leave it alone. Just, mm, 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 mm. OK, so you what you're trying to say is. uh you don't normally wash your clothes and shower after you've spent all day outside. Well, I, I do, I do. I was going to do that regardless, but now I've I've got to like I've got <laughs> now to like you have to take like a crying game shower. Like is that what? You're uh, uh, about? But really, what I have to do more than anything, honestly, because cigarette smoke, like I'm actually allergic to it, so I like my throat like it's chokes up. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Um, I have to quarantine those clothes. I have to like throw them in a bag, like a cat pissed on them or something. <laughs> oh God. So, so yeah, yeah, like it's, it's, it's not fun. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. And, um, I, I'm not disparaging someone who smokes cigarettes. I get it. That's you. That's not me, but, um, maybe not amongst, you know, 20,000 people trying to watch a show. Well, that's the thing. And if you're in a theme park, there are designated smoking areas, like just go there yeah. and smoke 
and then oh, come but back. that's not where 311 is though yeah yeah right sorry about that so we gotta give everyone else cancer <laughs> or just annoy everybody else i don't want to smell it nobody does nobody who doesn't smoke does yeah true i think people oftentimes who do smoke Sometimes they don't like the smell of other people's smoke. I've I've heard that. Yeah, and you're but. probably right. You're probably right. We feel you, Rick. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate being felt. <laughs> Is that 13-year-old Rick talking again? Well, it's also like a, a number of jokes in there. It's like a joke within a joke because, like, am I talking about the it's like a, like a Russian nesting joke? Yeah, very meta. <laughs> jokes on jokes on jokes on jokes. Oh God, it's Inception. It's Rickception. Ooh, did you wake up Rick's... from the joke within the joke? Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. It's good. Rickception. Sounds no, good. All right. All right. So uh, let's go with Chris. What'd you learn this week? I've learned that Rick is <laughs> quite the podcast whore. Okay, comics, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. You know, wrestling, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. Sports and comics, or sports and nerd stuff. All right. Three wrestling podcasts? <laughs> really? Three. Is it Are we counting one? this as a wrestling podcast? No, no, no we're not. It, then I only have two. Two, oh, two wrestling podcasts, Rick? I mean, oh, <laughs> come on. It's a lot, man. I mean, it's a lot. Wow. That much to say. I have no argument here. I mean, I'm very well spoken. I, I have lots of things to speak about. Indeed. <laughs> I'm glad that you do. So. Oh, well, thank but you. Then, so I, just, I, did, I didn't know you were on that many. I just, I'd only heard of like maybe two others at most. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, 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 Tom. Yes, Chris. What have you learned this week? I learned I learned two things. A small one is sometimes you can get really good shit if you just ask. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. And you'll you'll understand what that means later on as you keep listening to the show. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yes. You um, waited till the end of the credits. No, actually, no, you didn't. No, no, we don't have credit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we none of us should take credit for the show. Oh come on! <laughs> this is this is those two jerks hosted by Alan Smithy, Alan Smithy, and Alan Smithy. That's how this should, <laughs> how this should go. Um, Karen Fabe. Yeah. Um, no, the other thing I learned this week, and uh, yeah, it's a little self-serving, but I found it fun. Is that what are the odds? Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks have actually watched me on television. Wow. I will explain. So uh, I recently started watching uh, Jerry Seinfeld's web series, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, which is now on Netflix. Um, and it's really funny if you want to check it out. But he did a se- an episode early on in, I guess, the first season or whatever it was, uh, where he talked, he interviewed Carl Reiner and his good friend Mel Brooks. And every night, Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks get together at, you know, at, at one of their houses and they watch Jeopardy and they watch old movies. And they watch Jeopardy religiously every night, and they tape it when they can't see it. And I was on Jeopardy seven years ago, so what? Ipso facto, yeah, you didn't know about that. Yeah, I remember. No, no, that I, you know, I didn't know that. But ipso facto, they would not recognize me if they saw me on the street because they are both in their nineties. But <laughs> they have seen me on television make an ass of myself. So 
I took some solace in that. Rick, <laughs> what did you learn this week? Um, okay, so I'm not going to bring the party too far down. I had a really, Appreciate I had that. a really horrifying experience this weekend um, when I was away and uh, on vacation, honestly. But um, I don't want to get too much into it. On uh, to be to be frank, so I'm just going to say that, um, very literally, um, I forgot, but it is true that sometimes cliches are um, are true, and and that very horrible, tragic situations can actually sometimes breed and create very strong, long lasting uh, bonds and friendships. Um, and uh, I, I sort of rediscovered that factoid to, uh, this last weekend um, and uh, for better or for worse, um, I am on the other side of it. So, um, I learned that 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 when when things really 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 go bad, um, as bad as they can conceivably get, if you are amongst a strong enough group of friends at the time, then uh, it's not going to be that bad. It, 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 you're going to get through it together. Okay, so yeah, support systems are everything. Once again, yes. we continue the streak of ending the show on a down note. That is an up note, you asshole. That is a, it's a kind of, it's a, it's a it's very a, Silver Surfer sullen <laughs> up note. No, that is, that, it, it was, it was a negative thing that happened in the worst conceivable way. But in the end, because we had a strong network together, it was a, it was, it was a good thing. Uh, pretty dead. Yeah, I, I can see that. All right, all right. That's a very, right. it was very, I also it was, learned, you know, it's a very, it fine, fine, fine. I also <laughs> learned I can't wear flip flops anymore. Okay. You want, you, you, <laughs> Wait, I need to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's partly Chris's fault, so uh, yeah, my fault. What just yes. happened? Yes. So, um, I I enjoy uh, my job allows me to basically wear literally anything I want to work within reason. I I wear shorts and a t shirt all the time. It's no big deal. So because of that, casual days, I really have to casual the fuck out of it, <laughs> which includes wearing sandals. Oh god. So. Um, I typically will wear sandals once a week on Fridays, depending on if it's cold out or if I feel like doing that. This week, I discovered that that is no longer an option for me because my toes look like actual hammered shit now. And I blame Chris because jujitsu has fucked my feet up. Yeah, it's not very good around the feet. You should yeah. consider wrestling shoes. Is that why Wait, you wear those? my fault. Because you do jujitsu. And I have no one else to blame at this point. <laughs> like... I mean, I, I do love it. My my feet aren't the prettiest either, but you know what though? Embrace it, man. It's like cauliflower ear. You just you got to run with it, man. I'm not looking forward to that shit either. But yeah, now I look down I mean, at my feet and all I see are a bunch of like broken toenails and black and blue and some blood and oh my god, my big toe looks like it's it, oh it, it's not pretty. Nothing is pretty about my feet anymore. Nothing was terribly pretty about my feet before. But at least I could be like, eh, you know, they're just feet. Who cares? Now I look down at my feet and I'm like, oh. Oh, that should not be seen by human eyes. That is bad. That is real bad. Is that better? Does that make you feel better, Tom? Uh, yeah, that makes me feel a little better. I, I just want to point out, isn't, isn't cauliflower ear entirely preventable? I, yeah. I, I get, okay. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, the feet thing, I mean, it's pretty hard to, like, not just, screw like, your feet up. The because... thing is, it's also, you know, I, I don't get all bro-y too often, but, like, 
if you were like headgear when you're grappling, you're kind of like a little bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like this I, is I a discussion that. for another day because there's a whole. I have a whole diatribe in my back pocket for this now. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, I ridiculous. Very like don't that is the most ridiculous, ridiculous, misguided notion of masculinity ever. But whatever. I, I didn't say that, just for the record. I know you didn't, but you also said you're not looking forward to that, which means you don't wear headgear either. Well, I, I would, uh, but I, um, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sweaty as it is, Tom. Uh, <laughs> do we really, do we really want to add to that? What you do know, you mean? Like, the really? headgear, like, breathes. It's got holes in it. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not yeah. what? It doesn't breathe. I've worn it, and it does it just it disallows you to get to get out of submissions. It's just it's your no, just just don't do it. like you're gonna yeah. get made. No, just don't do it. Get cauliflower ear because that's smart. That seems real smart. <laughs> They're tougher now. Oh, no, no, you're dumber. You're dumber. I don't know about tougher. Dumber for sure. They're tougher now. Now that they have cauliflower ear, they're less susceptible to cauliflower ear. Uh, yeah. How many times have you had it, Chris? Twice. In the same spot? <laughs> no. Two different ears. Oh, well, yeah, you only have two. So you only got two, man. But uh, I, I, I know people who've gotten it more than once, so. This is true. It just, so it you're not, the same it's spot. not like you're it less susceptible to it then. It get, you're not no, actually no, no. tougher. In the same spot, it doesn't happen. It just spreads to other parts. Oh, of good. The, Good. This seems like this all seems like a really solid plan. I think like, I, I really see this working yeah. out well. I really it's like, do. It's like getting a cold. You never really catch the same cold twice, right? Like it's just your body adapts to it. And no, that's, that's not really true. I, what, what is this? When did you, when did I, you I study like, biology? Like this. this is good. This is good. This, this we're we're catch, focusing less on me. I like this. This is awesome. My body. And you don't catch the same thing again. You know? uh, like not you, necessarily. Yeah, you, no, you guys should continue talking about this. This doesn't sound weird at all. No, Please. Not necessarily. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and, and I'm going to stand by my statement that uh, getting an entirely preventable inju injury does not make you tough. It makes you dumb. <laughs> okay. You guys don't want to talk about this long? No, I think I'm done. I don't know if Chris is done. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, uh, I actually have to get going very soon. Cause oh, you got to now all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah all of a sudden. He's got he's to go drain his ear is what he's got to do. <laughs> Anyway, Rick, if people want to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Uh, they can find you, evidently, talking shit about everybody. <laughs> somebody somebody find... dipped in the rolling rock a little early this morning there, Tom? Oh, oh, man. I may have had an Irish coffee. What of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This show just, like, fell into a hell pit, and I can't be. I just, this is great. This is fantastic. We went down a YouTube. different rabbit hole instead of the wrestling rabbit hole, which is good. Oh, I am I am proud of you two. Wait a wait a <laughs> fuck everything up, guys. That's fantastic. If you wanna if you wanna join me in my um well my Schrodenfreud, which will probably kill me one of these days, uh, you can find us at those two jerks. Please make sure you spell out T W O on the Twitterverse so that you can partake in and well in the Schrodenfreud with me and and uh, we can laugh together. And uh, if you would rather talk to Tom or, uh, you know, our uh, almost 800 Facebook friends, uh, you could find us on Facebook. Uh, uh, the Facebook is what exactly, Tom? 
Facebook.com slash those two jerks. If you go, make sure to click like on the page if you haven't already. Chris, if people want to email us, how can they do that? Uh, those two jerks spelled T W O J E R K S at gmail.com. That's correct, sir. That's correct. You can also leave us a voicemail if you want. That is 321 76 jerks, J E R K S. Leave us a voicemail, opinions, questions, criticisms. It's all good. All of it. Leave it there. Uh, you can also, <laughs> if you want to start sporting the really cool new Those Two Jerks logo, uh, you can get logo merchandise at our T Public store. Go to tpublic.com and search Those Two Jerks. It'll take you to our store. There's coffee mugs, T-shirts, cell phone cases, uh, you name it. You can get stuff with our logo all over it, various colors and sizes. Uh, go there. Help us keep the show on the interwebs and tell the world that you are a jerkophile. So, for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the Bootastic, Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander, and until Chris starts wearing headgear when he grapples, we will remain those two jerks. See you next time.